Hey, 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 welcome back to Black Girl Couch Reviews. I'm your host, Christina. We're back to discuss House of the Dragon, Season 1, Episode 2, The Rogue Prince, written by Ryan Condal, directed by Greg Yatanis. I gave this episode a 9.3 out of 10. Not a whole lot of action, but I prefer that. Like, I don't need to have a, a lot of war. I like seeing the politics leading up to that. I continue to hate Otto. I was very surprised because I listened to Bald Move. It's the only podcast I listened to thus far <laughs> in reference to this season. I have so many on backlog, but I was surprised one of the the one who did not read the book, um, Aaron, did not seem to like Damon. They they found him to be the villain in all of this. And while I don't see any villain, I see opportunist like i don't i'm not inclined to to put out there who's the protagonist and the antagonist in all of this because it's just about whose political viewpoints are you more aligned with and i guess that is more of a telling but damon was getting a lot of hate last week uh and while i i could see the points that the other side was making i think i'm just a little bit more empathetic i don't know if that's a bias from the books as well but i didn't see his actions quite as critical as others did but this episode he did in fact make more of a splash than he did in the previous episode and thus I would have expected that reaction (laughs) I'm sure a lot of people are having a lot more of a harder time with him uh, this episode and I still I I see it a different in a different lens through a different lens before we jump into the review wherever you listen to this podcast Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Stitcher, iTunes wherever else podcasts can uh, be found go down to the rating section drop some stars leave a review my social media will be there as well Remember to like, share, and subscribe. And if you want to send feedback for House of Dragon or any other shows that I do, blackyourcouch at gmail.com. You're probably hearing my air conditioner in the background. I will try to get it out, but it is warm today and I need that air drifting towards me. (laughs) So we pick up this episode six months after Renera. I was also saying all of the names wrong. I probably got some things in the spoiler section. Actually, I know I got some things in the spoiler section incorrect. I'm not sure how if I'm going to continue doing the spoiler section, um, mainly because I know the 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 big events in this book. I remember the things that are impactful, but it was like I, I think i mentioned in the first episode it's like 12 hours of a history lesson and uh you're, you're gonna miss some of the details plus it's um done by two different maesters so it's all about the word that you choose to believe so i may have went off a little bit and dozed in my head as i was listening to this book and reimagined some of it but as far as certain events going down we'll we'll continue to keep an eye on it but i am not a hundred like i do know though in this episode the miseria thing i was like that's different i knew that was different and then there's a line that she gave out and i was like okay 
that's a clear book difference that i i can point out and i know for facts that i'm right about that because that was such a huge part to that story that i recall which is stealing this dragon egg since we're already there let's talk about that side of the story uh damon's side he briefly is brought back into the episode halfway through we are told earlier at the great council that damon has decided to take up residence at dragonstone which is the designated residence for the heir to uh to the iron throne so he has completely dismissed the fact that his niece has been named heir he content he continues to consider himself the rightful heir and now has taken up residence there with his gold cloaks that are all loyal to him so he has a small army he has a dragon that's not as bothersome to viserys as the fact that he stole a dragon egg because he says in a letter that he is to marry and take a second wife in the valerian old valerian tradition that second wife is going to be Masaria. she's expecting his child and as all valerians the 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 child is supposed to uh grow up in the cradle with their dragon with the dragon egg so he wants to continue on this tradition he ends up taking the exact same egg that was supposed to be placed in the cradle of the young uh Balerian, is that his name child that died the brother that never was this pisses off viserys enough that he will go ahead and address the issue and i think that's what he wanted the entire time he wants to talk to his brother and the only way he can do it is by picking a fight okay lamborghini mercy your chick she's so thirsty i'm in that two c lambo with your girl she trying to jerk okay lamborghini mercy your chick she's so thirsty i'm in that two c lambo with your girl she trying to jerk me it lends a immaturity to him that i think is uh because <laughs> we've been told that he's a great warrior but we actually haven't seen him you know in battle yet so we don't really know what it is that he has to offer but thus far we are seeing him very much he's someone who's honest he's not trying to be everyone's best friend he's not particularly likable however that's because he's not political and because he's not political and he doesn't play the games or he's just not liked by the council due to his temperament they called him Visenya uh that is a, a commentary on the uh the fact that the that the sorry Targaryens have some uh has some tainted blood some madness in their in their blood maybe because they keep fucking each other related i am disgusted so it seems he's been already marked out as just completely unsuitable unsuitable temperament to be able to one day inherit the iron throne because everyone else seems to be wanting to live in this peaceful um don't uh don't stir up anything they want to they prefer to have a fairly ineffective 
king and thus everyone else on the great council benefits i'm sure by doing whatever the fuck they are in the background to to take advantage of that situation and we see it the most with sir otto and his brother sees and knows that that's what's happening which frustrates him which his response is his only response is to be the younger brother and start start a fight with him to get him to come down and speak to him face to face and then maybe if we get all of our poisonous words out we can reconcile except uh otto decides to take this opportunity to go himself because the king should not go and of course sir otto and uh and damien are clear enemies and we know that this is not going to be resolved in any type of peaceful manner with sir otto being sent uh renera being the cupbearer here over here is exactly what is happening this is her second time of speaking in the council where she wonders what egg he took she knows immediately that this is a personal thing there was mention last episode of um fratricide fratricide did i say the right word when you kill your own family members and despite that being so very often uh so very often done in this particular time period because there was no such thing as uh it being kind of a black stain or or, you know something that you just don't do in this universe or in this uh yeah in this universe it is something that's very much frowned upon like i would never kill like my brother would kill me are you serious like that's some fucked up shit but whatever is going on between the family there is a love there even if it's a complicated love and you see damon express that several times which is also why i believe renera decided that she needed to get on her dragon serax and go talk to her uncle to say look i am the heir uh you're saying that your your girl over there is about to be your wife you're saying that she's with child clearly (laughs) she heard that news for the first time and walked away it's like what the fuck are you not embarrassed this is really embarrassing and she lets him know i am the obstacle i am the person you should hate because i took your place so if you want your rightful position as you say then you're gonna have to kill me do it and be done with it and he doesn't even respond to that he just turns his back tosses the egg at her like this wasn't even and i like the way he casually threw it like this was of no importance to me this was not the point the point was to speak with my family member to address me and not just uh you know leave me in the midst of whatever because we're upset with each other i think that she showed more tenacity than you know he shouldn't have been so easily talked out oh it's not safe for you my lord i need to go talk to my brother i don't care if it's safe for me and that also makes Otto. it puts him in a place where one you're you're continuing to send someone else on a personal matter 
when you're trying to handle it as business even though i guess it is sort of kind of since he is saying you know i am the true heir to the throne and you're not respecting what the king says but ultimately this is uh that's all like i'm ignoring that over there i do think that he had more respect for his niece for showing up and having the conversation and addressing him to his face and i think that's where viserys despite what he likes to say doesn't really want to (laughs) confront his brother he just doesn't want to deal with that he's like i know he's gonna have points and i don't want to hear what those points are and uh the situation is squashed he ends up going to to talk to masaria who's not excited to be a pawn like look you can play these games because you're you are his brother i am a whore he will put my head on a spike i have been bought and sold again and again i like this um pursuit of explaining how slavery affects someone she also mentions the fact that she ensured that a child would never be able to be used against her so my guess is she sterilized herself this is important because there is a difference in the book involving how this particular arc went down that caused more of a constraint between the brothers and it doesn't look that they're going to go down that particular road even though i feel they don't need to because they have a whole other thing at the end we find out with this stepstone war that no one wants and lord corliss the sea snake has decided to recruit damon to take care of this particular situation to go against what the king has demanded because quite frankly what he is losing he can it can no longer be um like he doesn't have that connection now that because he was trying to present his daughter lena as a marriage match to the king we hear from viserys earlier that he remarks well ever since the great council had come together and elected me as king i have felt lord corliss his envious stare looking over and while he hasn't overtly made any moves everyone else is kind of like well what did you expect he's a man of ambition he has a wife that has uh just as um just as fair or not fair but uh a right to the throne as you do or validity to the throne he's the most powerful man in the world in in uh, westeros and he's not sitting on the iron throne he wants some security and the throne is not offering that security and not uh, not action and now the inaction of marriage has been tossed aside for i'm not even sure what kind of match you can make with a 15 year old girl even though lena was 12 but it feels as if with alisane and that's her name not alisette uh that we'll talk about that in a minute let's just go back and finish up the damon thing but i really like this last conversation because after he's denied and he's like you're addressing your king he looks over at otto he's just like "Ooh, i know i know that's what i hate about otto 
it's because while everyone is very upfront and naked with him his their ambitions he's very much insidious with his and then he has the audacity or the caudacity to stand up and pretty much undermine the king with his own personal agenda when clearly and then at the and then on the other side of his mouth talking about how it's not politically okay like we need to do what's best for the kingdom this was what was best for the kingdom but that's not what you wanted you wanted what was best for you and thus you put this in in uh, place six months ago so that when this question came up you knew you knew that man was going to make a emotional decision versus a political one and that is going to cause so many problems I really like Corliss's uh, conversation with Damon here as he explains why he feels the way he does. He's like, look, when I, everyone else on that council, they got to where they were at a seat at that table through connections, through, uh, what's the word I want to use? Nepotism versus me. I knew what I wanted. I went to the sea. I'm called the sea snake for a reason. Everything I've earned, I've earned on my back. Basically off the sweat off my back. Like I've put my actual, my body on the line. I've pretty much taken, when he came to the throne of a, that's what I'm talking about. That's the great council. The throne of, I forgot what it's called. But where he resides, him and his wife. And he just wants the respect that he deserves for the for what he's earned you know i have the most powerful shipping lanes i see my power being encroached upon and nothing has been done about it your brother your brother would rather do feasts and i like that that word he says he's like look my brother was never good at being king <laughs> however i will talk about him any way i want and besmirch him you will not that doesn't even bother him he's like look we've been both passed over if we want something in this world if we want that respect we're gonna have to take it it's not gonna be given to us because that's exactly we've been trying to play that game and this has been a bit of a uh they seem to understand each other even from the great council meeting we saw in the first episode where they they have like-minded ideas of what is best needed to be done not just for themselves but for their kingdom for their realm he's like look i gotta protect my shit so they he proposes an alliance with damon like we need to go take this crab feeder out he's got alliances with the free cities he doesn't want to shake the tree but the tree is being shaken no matter what and now that this marriage to lena is no longer a show of force to the kingdom as Renera stated earlier then we have to find a different way of a show of force and she proposes with their dragons 
but very quickly is uh told by otto that he should go out and she should go out and find other things to do besides man's business despite being heir to the throne stop being a busybody and mind your own damn business i think that's all i have to say about the damon part of the story arc i am looking forward to this team up i'm probably gonna enjoy it the the crab eater looks amazing he wasn't really described in the book so it was uh nice to to give him kind of this mysterious <laughs> mask of a face but we see what he does to his victims at the very opening of the episode that they're pretty much tied to barks of trees and eaten alive by crabs which is disgusting and not a great way to die he also no not tied he nails them to trees so he's pretty sadistic out there on the open seas they discuss this in the great council it's the first thing that is well actually they're talking about other things of no importance for the most part except his uh, damon's illegal occupation occupation of dragonstone he's like what do you want me to do send him to the wall i'm not gonna just get rid of my like that's the that's the huge part that Otto can't get over he wants absolute supremacy and even though he has it he still wants to fuck with damon but i guess damon's still fucking with him back so there is that um so he really doesn't want to address the triarchy because he's saying look we don't we don't go to war that's not what we do that's not what the people want to see it'll be a huge loss of life renera as i stated earlier thinks that we should send the dragons as a show of force did she mean that for i think she might have meant that for damon though and not the stepstones even though i feel like she said it when lord corliss came in i could be mistaken but yeah he comes in he's upset otto standing there being like you know that show king you're not equal to him but i'm like bruh you over there speaking for this man you son of a bitch you piece of shit you fucking goddamn no. fucker listen fuckhead you have fucking crossed the line i really hate his face that's just that's just where we're at right now <laughs> so renera is sent to because uh one of the king's guard a senior leader uh, passed away in his sleep so they need a replacement so she sent to choose the knights i love the effect of the stepping stool because as a short woman i get it you gotta look over this like what the fuck so she is accompanied by otto and by sir because i know that's graham mctavish and i love him what is his name i think he's something of westerling and a few men are, are brought forth who have caught poachers <laughs> Renaris is watching and despite the first two that are offered because she just looks at him after she hears that he caught a poacher like okay uh you might want to thank him for his service oh thank you for your service i didn't know i was supposed to dismiss you so prettily then she is like okay has anyone seen combat and the only person that has is sir Kristen cole she likes Kristen cole she gave him her favor at the tourney she has a little flirtation i like this actress i really do like her i'm kind of sad she's not gonna continue she's only playing the younger version of renera 
but she kind of asks him about his experience she makes her choice Otto tries to push back and say no you should make the political choice she says my father needs to be protected and so do I because uh, this is going to be a night that protects her so I don't need someone who's going to be useless and I don't think my father would agree like you made me come do this I'm doing this don't push back on me uh there's many talk of him remarrying and he this is brought up when corliss and renaris have a private audience where he says look i understand tempers were flying he says thank you your grace you know i didn't mean to to be rude but these are the facts um even talks about his reign he's like look people are seeing us in a vulnerable state right now you have a you, you know your wife just passed you know uh (laughs) this is happening you have a female as the heir you're going to need to to make a change and that change he offers is the proposal of marriage to his daughter lena valerian who is 12 years old he made that joke that she's my favorite cousin renaris that's your only fucking cousin dude and when he brings this information because he's also suffering from that uh ew, that was so gross so gross i would never want to see a whole bunch of maggots like this is the only way to heal your finger why do you keep getting wounds that won't heal <laughs> every time you do this that's supposed to be a euphemism for something because he continues to do things that are wounds that cannot be healed um so as he is uh having his maggots remove the dead skin he brings up this proposal to otto who looked like he was sick this 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 is not okay of course he tries oh oh i want i want to like you know how you just see someone you just want them to die a horrible terrible death Otto in two episodes has been that person his first word is gonna be like he's overstepped bitch you've been you've been pimping out your daughter who's 14 15 to this old man and you're fucking gonna talk about how he overstepped he at least came to the king correct and gave him his attentions but because you ain't got that fucking shit because he's at the bottom Ugh. so after he tells him he's overstepped he tells him well you know i loved my wife and i would never just want to replace her kill him do it shoot him but what i really like was the other guy being over there like i don't know what you're talking about this shit sounds this sounds good this is this makes all the sense in the world actually we support this and he's thrown because all the other like he doesn't say i support it and i don't support it he just goes he just puts little nuggets in his head of oh this is gonna be disrespectful to your wife oh lord corliss is wrong for doing something like this why would he be wrong for doing something like this everyone is talking about how he needs another wife everyone's talking about the 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 city wanting to have a queen how it's not the same so why did you think that you were the only person that could put up forth a person you're just pissed off because your match is a lot more sensical that makes a lot more sense for the kingdom than your own personal gain whatever the fuck i hate this guy i really do i can't stand his beard i can't stand his face i hope damon stabs him in the knife in the fucking jaw i i just i I have nothing but (laughs) absolute disgust for this man (laughs) because there i don't like I i think i said this last episode i'm fine like everyone this is a political gain everyone's gonna 
game. Everyone's going to want what they want. But when you out there and you just you sit there and discredit everybody and push yourself up and you know you ain't got shit to offer besides that i don't even know why viserys likes this man like there's nothing you've been shown to me at least everyone else has a right i don't know where you get yours and that's i just i don't like him i don't i didn't like him in the books either if, if we're being thoroughly honest so when he started that little war i really wanted damon to take that that sword and fuck him up like what do you think you about to do <laughs> this man's gonna fuck your whole entire day up and you gonna skirt your ass in the background and you know that's the truth and you might try to go one-on-one -on -one with him but you know you're gonna lose that match but i think that he wanted it anyway he's like yeah fuck me up so then your brother can hate you more he's just he's ugh. so i'm glad that damon is, is is striking out on his own like you know what fuck all of y'all i don't need none of y'all bitches i'm about to go get mine and then you're gonna be forced force to come to me because guess what y'all ain't shit without fucking great warriors and if you got shipping lanes over there and damon uh that's gonna be and i already know they about to have fucking renera in a minute because alisane fucked over her friend her dad did too but that's my dad he's gonna be who he is <laughs> we are not blood <laughs> uh so yes we have him going or we have that continued back and forth between allison and viserys and even he knows you know he's talking to her about his daughter asking for her advice he's leaning on her like she is a companion which is exactly what and lord knows if he's been fucking her because uh he said because I, I i know i know i'm sorry i would love to put men on a pedestal but they're not you've been sending that man to his bed uh, uh, that girl to his bedroom every night oh they just been sitting there talking the whole entire time even if nothing happened something is definitely lingering in the air for something to happen um and he would rather make the the familiar choice the which is, but he also is not stupid because he clearly tells her after one because he's explaining to her how he wants to build up westeros i love the monument that he's working on or the architecture that he's working on he breaks it he breaks a piece she she puts it together back for him endearing herself even further but she's still doing this at the behest it's clear at the behest of her father because she even said he even says are you gonna go see the king tonight if you wish not i want to go see him if you wish and then he goes well why do you fuck up your fingers i don't know i'm under a whole bunch of stress and doing things that i want to do because i'm 14 and as a 30 40 year old man and i'm being pitted against my familial duty versus the duty that i have or likeness that i have to a friend a friend that i clearly grew up with and who i am taking advantage of <laughs> Uh, which we see a little later because there's a strained relationship between mother or not father and daughter he tells her don't tell her about these uh conversations that we've been having and then immediately goes to the daughter who she's concerned about the fact that dad sees her as a little girl she's like oh i used to come here and say things to my mother she urges her to do the same which causes her to cry 
and she gives her advice like hey it's hard with fathers they don't know how to talk to their daughters but sometimes you got to go to them so she she's bridging the gap between them so that also endears her to viserys because he feels like this could be a good go-between oh it's just messy it's messy uh because that's uh, that's what it the times is the times and we were arguing about this me and my friends because i don't feel despite how the tv precedes it that it was the norm because even uh lady lena says when she has her discussion with viserys is uh my mother says i won't have to bed you until i'm 14 i don't even think that's true (laughs) i don't think they were i not to say i don't think it didn't happen because i've heard stories of it but i think because they realized how you know childbirth was already difficult i think they waited until they were 16 17 to get busy i don't think it was quite as young as 12 13 to to fuck little girls um now we do try to put this in perspective right because most people live till well if they're lucky 26 30 years old <laughs> so 15 is half of their life versus us who we we have these different concepts of what childhood is um but when your lifespan is shorter these aren't children in the way that we are thinking of children because how we raise them and protect them that's not the same as it was so in a lot of ways we want to judge the past and we should not saying we should but in a lot of ways it's easier to do so when you're not in the context of the times and when the times are the times you don't know any better and this is what has come before it um it's uh it's one of those things right where you acknowledge it we definitely but then again i say that but there are states still in the united states of america where you can get married at fucking 14 kids are still fucking at 14 or 12 years old some that's disgusting but the shit still goes on yeah we say it's illegal but if you're in a certain state it's not illegal if you have a certain amount of money you can do it for a very fucking long time jeffrey i'm epstein allegedly uh so i mean (laughs) let's just step over this if we will if you really don't want to get a deep conversation with it if you're gonna judge the past you gotta judge right now and uh a lot of people are very mum like oh i love elvis presley yeah child molester priscilla was 14 14 he was 25 25 years old and he had this girl living with him shit's crazy and nobody said a fucking word that was in the what 1950s 60s 70s no not one word <laughs> let's go back to the episode um where were we i know I sk- i'm all over the place i skipped a few parts um she showed she oh yes the the meeting with the because she's watching the meeting with uh lena who is adorable i love her i love her as a character i can't between her and nettles you know of course they're 
one is actually black and the other one has been uh has been what's the word i don't want to say um because i do feel while they did um because you know you say the i can't think of the word i, I don't want to say it wrong gender bent racially bent i guess would be the correct correct way but because they that she's not really racially bent lord corliss is and she is exactly as she should be <laughs> for a multiracial daughter but it's neither here nor there i like lena even in the book so that just makes me like her even more that she's um of mixed descent but there is a, a black character in this series called nettles who i love uh but i don't think we're gonna be seeing her anytime soon so i am gonna love lena i love that she she brings up vagar vagar uh which is a dragon just hold on to that ask where she is we hear a little bit about valerian riding her uh and that she instead because she's too big to be held so she's made a home somewhere on an island and people can hear her song because dragons get lonely too so they're giving a humanistic characterization to these dragons more so than i think they did in game of thrones and from what i can see it seems to be a uh a little bit of a sibling maybe that was communicated in game of thrones i feel like it was but they're they're uh they're definitely giving them personality something that renera says about serac like uh serac's like he's very protective of me so you probably don't lay hands don't lay hands uh and then you ha had saw damon bring out his dragon which is cyrax i believe so uh their conversation is watched by lady reyna uh, uh reynas and by renera and by lord corliss who gave his daughter to the king to have a conversation with she seems very sweet she gives the spiel about what her father told her about the fact that they would reunite their households um but he's still unsure about the match so he goes to oh was that harold strong that he went to and he asked for an unbiased opinion and he's like look this is the best match you should totally do it of course this is after he hears that his daughter ran off to dragonstone and she has decided and i think it was she did made this decision based on what the conversation she had with renaris who tells her uh i don't think anyone's gonna tell you what you need to hear she goes are you okay by this she's like i know my father has to marry i didn't ask you that are you okay with it and she says how could you be she's like of course i'm not okay with it it's my daughter but i know the way of things and she tells her look they they had a chance this kingdom had a chance to choose a queen and they did not yes the queen i was the queen that never was however just because people knelt to you and swore themselves as your heir the minute your father dies that shit goes out the window especially if he remarries and one of those kids are male that they're she's like look um 
they would rather burn this motherfucker down than see a woman on the throne and i don't think that you comprehend that yet or are willing to accept that that is just the way that things are and she doesn't even seem particularly bitter about it she's just more like i've come to an understanding about the world that you yourself that are young has not yet come to and she decides that no i'm not gonna let sir otto tell me what to do i'm not gonna have my father dictate to me i'm not a child i can handle situation the situation with damon i can handle it i did handle it her father is angry like you're my only heir we're vulnerable she understands that his duty is to the realm which i love that conversation where he's cursing her out and she's like can i sit i'm a boss ass bitch 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 he didn't even say yes how about i do anyway he then says that look i loved your mother i truly loved your mother and i think he truly loves his brother he truly loves his daughter i think the loss of his i think the way in which the mother died he made a very emotional decision in naming his daughter heir and i think that he's gonna stick to that because he even says like nothing's gonna change you being my heir but that's in your eyes sir <laughs> the kingdom if they get a male that can supersede her we know we've seen this go down already and thus while he can proclaim that he wants to keep her as his heir no matter what no matter the sons he's just like you know i just have to build more people to uh like basically i need a you're my heir but i need spares is what he's telling her and she says look i will support you everyone's talking about lena she is supporting that match but unfortunately when he announces to the council that he will be marrying he announces that he will wed lady alicine which totally gives otto a smug look corliss is pissed off uh alicine looks over at at a at her best friend and the betrayal man he looks over his daughter he knows that this is going to piss her off he knows this this is gonna drive a riff but she already gave her blessing right uh just didn't know like I, their relationship definitely is over like i think she could forgive her father but she would never forgive lady allison especially since lady allison is going to do what her father wants which is he's gonna want her to get pregnant to have children and if one is a male he is gonna want his descendants on that throne like everybody can see this coming and she can see it's coming and she's not with it she's like no i i am the heir i will not be set aside i think that it was stupid this is a stupid stupid mistake on Viserys' part quite frankly <laughs> because he pushed away truly one of the few things that would have shut down everything and he he's also creating more drama in his familiar life because he doesn't want to make the rough and hard decisions and i totally understand not wanting to marry a 12 year old that's out there however it did it was the one thing that the council fully got behind with the exception of otto and i don't think the council is going to be happy that otto has decided to as the hand of the king he's only supposed to be afforded so much power you're pretty much by by doing that you're 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 
make it a play for the throne even if you're the power behind the throne and that's just as bad so i need people to be up in his ass too for what he has done <laughs> i don't think he should be hands to the king i think he should be removed his hand to the king because this is too far you're holding too too much power and it is all nepotism and it's nothing to do with hard work it's everything to do with whispering in this man's ear and him trusting you uh i think that covers most of the episode i think i didn't miss anything if i did um it's okay we can bring it up next episode <laughs> Phelan was the son not valerian valorian they all have very similar names because that's just what western european society did we do have feedback for this episode so let's hop into the mailbag Hello, Christina. It's me, Shy. I am here to give my feedback um, for the House of Dragons, um, the new series, the I guess the prequel to the Game of Thrones uh, show that I did not watch. So, <laughs> as my usual mo, I went into this completely blind, blind. Um, don't know anything about any of these people. <laughs> Um, just a little bit I hear or see on social media, but with no context to it. So it's just there. Um, and of course, the little tidbits that um, y'all talked about um, throughout the other feedbacks and stuff like that. But um, as for this one, I will say I did struggle in the first half of this episode because it, I'm just lost and it, it i guess it's a lot of like i mean obviously it's the first episode of the series so it's setting up a lot of players and you know trying to get us acquainted with the characters um but of course they were saying and doing referring to things that i'm not that familiar with just yet the targaryen family and house of dragon they supposedly control dragons um, which is interesting that it sounds like I was thinking that they have powers, but it doesn't seem like they do. So I'm kind of confused how they control the dragons <laughs> with no powers or they have special gifts. I don't know. Um, maybe y'all can explain that part to me. Uh, if, cause when, um, the King was talking to, uh, Renera, Renera, about uh, her being the uh, heir. He was saying that um, that's an illusion that they don't really have the power to control the dragons. It's just they're just humans. Um, so if y'all can explain that, uh, maybe that was something that was, was um, explained in the Game of Thrones. Um, that would be lovely. Um, but yeah, the, I think my biggest takeaways, like I said, the first half was, it was a struggle for me because it was a lot of just stuff happening that I was trying to figure out. And then of course the second half was where a lot of the action and stuff took place and a lot of it kind of, um, ramped up. And so I would say brutal would be how I would describe um, but I, you know, I've said that about Vikings and I'm, and I'm saying this again about this 
this show and just obviously the, the, the times back then was a lot more harsh and a lot more brutal uh, of living lifestyle. Um, it was like survival of the fittest type thing. That's just more of um, how things played out, um, especially in, I mean, all over, but I mean, it's like, it was more political in, the, in high society um, and the kings and queens and earls and all that stuff. But at the same time, you know, it's like, you know, you, your, your, your seat on the throne is very um, tenuous at best. Um, just, in, just looking at this. And of course, you know, that correlation between Ragnar, even though he did have a son, but he wanted lots of sons, I guess, to, um, to ensure his, that, that their legacy is carried on, their bloodline is carried on um, through their sons, their name. Um, so the more you have, the, the, the higher chance you have of um, someone surviving and having children, you know, so that, because again, it's a brutal existence. So in this one, I forget the king's name, but he's, um, you know, wanting this son. His wife, Emma, keeps getting pregnant, pregnant, pregnant. She had the daughter, um, Renera, but um, every other birth has either been stillborn or miscarriages or all that kind of stuff and so um it's been rough and she's put her body through a lot to try to give the king his heir which is again the it's like the utmost importance when you're um, high born is to have a son um because they don't think of women as someone that can um be the successor to a king and you know, boys are higher or high, higher up in the hierarchy, so to speak. So we see that happening in this, um, in the horror. This, oh my gosh, the sea, this brutal C-section that they they impose on the queen without her consent, and it's like you're just gonna do this. Uh, I mean, this. They just hold her down and without no medication. Obviously, I know the times, and he's and of course the whoever he was, a priest or the doctor or whatever. I'm assuming doctor was like, yeah, I've heard of this thing that you know, like, wow. But I mean, sadly, that's how a lot of our um, and you talked about this in your Jones Chronicle podcast uh, sometimes about um, the history of certain things. And this is one of those things, you know, it had to come from somewhere, these um, procedures, these surgeries, and it wasn't always pretty in the beginning. And, you know, they didn't always get it right. They, and many women suffered uh, for it. So um, in this case, the queen did, because um, it was like her or the baby. And obviously it was more important for, um, the baby to be born so he picked the baby basically killed the queen and then none of it ended up coming to pass because the baby died as well but it was a boy so he was right about that um so there's that and then there's a that brutal thing that they do with the with the sticks that we saw in merlin i forget the name of joss ja javelin javelin is that what it's called um i just which is their version of the brutal sports. And today we got boxing, MMA, football, all that kind of stuff. So 
it continues the tradition of these types of sporting events. Um, and we got the squabble between the siblings, you know, that first son, second son, whatever son thing, it's always, it's a beast. You can't help but, I feel like you just can't help but, it can't help but cause a rivalry of sorts, especially if the second born or third born, everyone after the first son has ambition and wants something in life and don't and wants to be the king or want that that you know want that throne so it's like it's such a it's such a cutthroat type of um lifestyle um back in the day i'm i mean more so back in the day i mean we still got versions of it now but yeah it's just like you just don't know i mean you just hope that you have a close relationship with your siblings and you know, y'all are close and whatnot, but dang, you know, you can easily be killed uh, by your sibling and they take over, uh, and especially if they don't have a heir, so. Um, yes, and of course, Otto, the, the dad of Ellison, um, pipping out his daughter, which is, again, it's like age is nothing but a thing back in the day, you know, that wasn't, they didn't frown upon, there was many, um, girls that got married to older gentlemen especially when they're trying to uh trying to conceive an heir they you know the younger the better so i mean their childbearing years are short it's such a limited time in those days so um but yeah the show is very interesting i mean like i said it picked up so i am intrigued to see what happens next um what happens with Renera and her being the heir apparent. I just know that this is gonna cause some issues. You can see some of the sour faces that they were pledging their allegiance to her and all that stuff. So um, it should be interesting um, them pushing the envelope. But I like that they did push the envelope. You know, it's like, you know, we can, again, back then it was an oddity that, you know, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, a female took the throne, but we'll see what happens. Um, I'm sure y'all might have more of an idea with seeing Game of Thrones and all the aftermath of everything. And we're just now seeing how it all began. Um, so maybe this will prompt me to watch the actual show when I when if I get through this whole thing. So on that note, until next time, much love, peace and black girl magic. Queen of the couch. Shy. Thank you, Shy, for your thoughts on the episode. And yeah, I was uh, curious if you was going to join or not when when Mimi threw that out there. And you were like, well, I thought I had to watch all eight seasons of Game of Thrones. I'm like, no, 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 no. The names are going to be familiar for Games of Thrones, folks. But this is, in a sense, a different story. If you know Game of Thrones, you'll figure out how it correlates. However, um for the most part you're you're seeing the story before it's a prequel so you just you just need to focus on these characters like you're not gonna find people that's relevant to game of thrones you're gonna hear their house names but that's about it uh, as far as in this world how they control the dragons don't ask me how because i don't know <laughs> they may have covered it in game of thrones i honestly don't remember um so i'm going to say from what we've seen thus far it is based on a more familial type of relationship in that the dragons are the ones that truly like they they are 
for the most part they've managed to create a bond with them but it is something that uh it does require you know they have people that are what they call them dragon not riders but they have those but then they also have the ones that keep them right so as far as uh that lore i don't know but i do believe do know that there are mages and that was mentioned in this episode so i'm wondering if we're gonna get any mages uh anytime soon i feel like they're gonna do something with with the lore but they haven't done anything yet uh i think that it's the same in poly it's not as as you stay as you stated uh more transparently nefarious because in the muslim caliphate i believe you know that's why they had the harem system to begin with they're like no we're not gonna elect a king based on uh you know we're not gonna have one woman and a civil war it was it was commonplace that once you were chosen king whoever your siblings were they were murdered and that was just the way to keep the peace and while we want to uh of course judge that action as harsh and cruel and unacceptable it actually refrained from any type of secession crisis that europe dealt with due to this exact issue of marriage and multiple contenders for the throne um and less inclined to fratricide at least to in the sense that if anyone knew be a big deal it's not to say the russians certain russian people didn't do it but they did it on the low they did it on the low low uh but i think some of the 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 nefarious ways of politicking hasn't changed it's just um a different medium in which that is being toted out ragnar um and his sons yes i think that it's a natural disposition though i mean we want to we want to because on one hand you cannot and you should not uh honor a male child before a female child however when you talk about and i think it kind of goes down to what you say when in the reference of survival of the fittest this is actually very common for i mean i've heard it so many times that i don't even think because i don't want to sound pretentious and and start correcting people like well that's actually not what it means <laughs> i think that we've been using survival of the fittest it's that's how it was taught to me to mean differently than what it actually means and this happens quite often in history that it things are retold to fit in certain idea and this is been a statement that's been a justification of power and strength but actually survival of the fittest has absolutely nothing to do with it it's a it's an evolutionary and biology term and fitness actually refers to not someone's uh ability of, of strength or their uh might or endurance or health no it's about your ability to successfully reproduce to have surviving offsprings that's what survival of the fittest meant that was the natural selection of things and why the woman had so much power and why men 
continue to steal and have created this new story because that status quo was not acceptable to the male species outside of nature right because if you go into nature itself that's where natural selection occurs where women are able to ascertain and choose the best mate dependent on their ability to show that they can successfully reproduce and provide and provide for surviving offspring um an example if a very strong lion sires one offspring he is considered less fit compared to a physically very weak lion that has sired 10 right so when it comes down to biology it's absolutely nothing to do with the ideas that we keep putting out there and perpetuating as strength as the fittest but it has absolutely nothing to do with those male uh those male traits that they those toxic male traits that are perpetuated it's a myth it's made up like make every fucking everything else up now that i'm off my high horse about that <laughs> i just needed to to clarify that um what they're what they're doing is is they want simply foot it, it's not something that involves like it's an explanation it's also something that charles darwin who also thought that women were pets uh <laughs> capable of being smart intelligent pets but pets uh you know it, it, it's taken a lot for western society to 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 get out of that mind and thought process that's why america still is the last fucking country not to have a female president i'm sure there are a few others but you know come on we're supposed to be a leading figure in the world a superpower so to speak but technically we've been so behind europe europe it's like yeah Uh, let's not get back into my i was doing a rant the other day about lincoln and nobody was hearing me until i really started breaking some shit down and then it was like what i know i'm like yes i know no one's gonna teach you these things unfortunately in our society they've already written a story and that story is the story and if you want anything past the story you gotta go searching for it yourself because ain't nobody that they ain't gonna tell you they are not gonna tell you um i did see a lot of criticism i agree me and i think me and shot me and mimi were on the same page it wasn't so much that the queen had to have it and my biggest issue in him choosing the son over the the mother my biggest issue is she should gave her the choice don't not tell her that's that's just plain courtesy and maybe in his mind he thought not telling you and i and and they don't give that that's how much they respect the woman her her opinion doesn't even matter even if her opinion would have probably been she would probably have said suit me up with some more of that poppy of the of the, of the thing because that is drugs uh that's heroin issue people don't know what poppy of <laughs> poppy is um or opium one or the other yeah they're kind of still derived from heroin one or the other she was drugged to a certain extent but yeah um my biggest issue because i don't think she was going to survive i think both of them would have died there's some people that were debating well maybe nature could have saved them yeah but if we're talking statistically a breach birth uh (laughs) in the middle earth ages yeah you might as well just start doing last rites and preparing the funeral because they're not going to survive they both were 
very much destined to live he made the it's not that he made a wrong choice he went about that choice incorrectly by not they all did by not giving it to the woman first and foremost and secondly not uh giving her the agency to be informed of said choice but i do believe that though she was gonna survive she they were not gonna they were not gonna live um i'm glad that you brought up the fact that we found other melees uh if not this very violent way there is boxing and mma footballs the exact same where they keep suppressing all of the documentation about how those concussions fuck you up and change your psyche um just look at the chris benoit story if you want to talk about how someone's mental capacity could be altered by the multiple i don't know fake chairs that really was a real chair taken to the fucking face i mean the boxers they are i mean we look at mike tyson and like mike tyson was a problem before boxing didn't help mike tyson it didn't <laughs> it just made him more of a monster and i don't even say that in a way of like i think he's evil i mean he he cannot he has very low impulse control especially around his anger and uh yeah we we keep acting like these types of sports aren't and i've watched some mma because i i will highlights anyway so i watch this other channel so i'm like ooh, like that's just legal like i don't know who would go out there and do that like that you have to be into that particular type of violence to enjoy that particular violence because it's not something that is for the faint of heart and it certainly doesn't come without a significant risk to your own i mean there's some of them where and even people who watch mma is like oh i think that guy's dead why would you want to watch something that has a probability of the person being murdered that's not entertainment to me and uh i know i like action movies and blown up stuff but that's because i know it's fake um so yeah maybe someone could do a psychological there probably is a disposition uh dissertation on on what the fuck why people enjoy that as much as they do i'm not judging you for enjoying it i'm just i fully don't understand and uh yeah i think that is gonna pick up a little bit uh definitely i think the what i do what i did like about this book is that it it is a civil war but it, it is pretty much prognosed out the beginning I mean just think about everything that king henry the eighth did for a male heir i think i brought this up last podcast and then he ended up getting a female heir and that female heir ushered in more of uh you know defeated the spanish armada uh was able to be successful you look at queen uh victoria look you look at the current queen elizabeth so that stupid idea that was that that proliferated for so long so many people died over the sex of a child and yet when you finally put a female queen in there they they broke the expectation they continue to show the expectation can be broken as far as their competence and still america's still not there and this is how many generations later so that says a lot it really does and i am looking forward to hearing your feedback on the next episode queen mimi did join the party so let's hear how she felt about the second episode. What up, Stina? It's Mimi. This is feedback for House of Dragons, uh, episode two of the first season. 
um i did watch this um the sunday i was off so it's been a long time so i'm gonna do the best i can to remember i'm probably just gonna hit the bullet points um i do remember there was a time jump which we all figured well i should say which makes sense it i knew it was gonna be something like that i just didn't know how long they were gonna do um so the one thing i remember is um the king virilis is that his name virilis no it says about it i'm just gonna call him king v because i can't remember his name he's been spending time with um his daughter's um friend and they she's been in the chambers and her mama's dresses <laughs> trying to get in and it clearly worked um now um before i go any further christina i've been waiting a really long time in my life to say this to you but you are just talking about you were talking about incest uh like never being okay with you always being gross but i'm about to be devil's advocate to you so that you can feel what me and shy feels all the time now in our the way our lives are in this day and age in the time period and you know even how we were raised we were always taught that incest is not okay it's nasty but that's how we grew up if you grew up on a, in a in a time period or let's just even say a culture let's say it's 2022 and you're in a culture that's not around other people and you grow up next to your brother and you've been told your whole life that you're going to marry him and you guys are going to keep the line pure and that's going to be your husband you don't know no better and that's all you guys know and that's what what'll happen the only reason we think you know a, a cousin marrying a cousin or a uncle marrying a niece or a aunt marrying her her nephew is gross is because that's what we were taught um i am trying to understand it from the perspective of this sh show now let i'm gonna just jump back words to the game of thrones and the reason i didn't agree with it was because john snow didn't agree with it he wasn't raised to to, uh, to understand that that was acceptable so him and daenerys couldn't have never been because john snow wasn't about that life and i and i stand on that that's why i wasn't but if 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 he would have been okay with it i would have been okay with it because that's that's their fucking that's their culture you know it, it it don't make sense to me i think it's gross but that's how it is like you know i i i am a, a believer like if a adoptive brother and sister live in the same house and they grow up and they never think of each other as siblings but technically legally they are i i feel like that's they have the right to be <laughs> because if we're thinking about brotherly sisterly relationships it should feel wrong but you know sometimes it happens i think i think like cousins being together is gross in this culture because that's what that's that like we know they know that's not right but if they grew up and that's their and that's an open honest tradition in their family like i have my own opinion but i'm not gonna put thrust it on them that's their that's their right like that ain't got nothing to do with me i like i said I, i'm trying to be open-minded and not judge this i'm trying to look at this show through the eyes of you know the times and like um 
and not feel any like certain way i'm just trying to look at everything the way i'm seeing it and i'm trying i'm trying this new thing where i i'm just trying to just absorb it i'm not trying to judge like i i think um what's her name right it's why i want to call her reina but i don't think that's it Prince, princess arena reina i think her her friend was bogus as hell but i i mean i get why uh her, his secondhand hightower whatever his first name is why he sent his daughter in there it makes sense i can't stand him i'm sure that's what we're supposed to i don't like damon either and you're fucking in love with that weird ass looking man i think he um <clears throat> the way he approaches his brother is wrong like you know this man is trash and you can see him for what he is but instead of trying to just get your brother to understand and be on his side you keep doing underhanded shit like why are you surprised that your brother reacted the way that he, he just lost his wife and his son and you in a bar with some hoes and your friends cheering the fact that, that that his son lived for less than a day everybody grieving their own way bullshit you knew damn well what you was doing you was cheering the fact that you was about to be king like that's just the bottom line and and for him to sit there and pretend like that's not what it was is some bullshit he is wrong <clears throat> I think the king is a pussy. I've already said that. Um, the only person in this scenario that I really like is the queen that never was. Like, she is the boss bitch. And I really feel like, you know, I understand, you know, she understands her place. I think she would have made a fucking awesome queen. Um, her husband is clearly the like the one with the power. And they got married because he's the the wealthiest person in the land so it all makes sense that you know why he got a seat at the table um but i mean and i do like uh princess the princess too but i don't think that she's she wasn't prepared for the throne and i don't think it's gonna be that easy for her if if she ever makes it on there i don't think it'll be because of her um she was she was raised to be a queen to to a man and that's i mean that's all she's gonna know like the kings are prepared like the princes are prepared their whole life to become king and that's the way they're treated she is the lady pouring all the water and she hears all the gossip but just her their reaction when she suggested to just show you know show a sign of force by just bringing the dragons there which was a really good idea it made sense like y'all letting these people like i understand you're trying to protect peace but if protecting peace is costing you money and they're deliberately trying to show that they're like they're they're taking stuff from you and they're doing it deliberately like for you to just sit on it is it's stupid because you want to you want to continue the, the king's peace clearly they don't want peace if they're going there stealing stuff and destroying ships and killing people in such a disgusting miserable way with those uh crabs like that got to be an awful way to die it looks terrible um so everything that's happening i blame the pussy of a king because he's going about this shit in the absolute wrong way i understand like <laughs> his reserve for wanting to like be uh engaged to his cousin's uh daughter she she i guess she was 12 but she looked even younger than that i don't know why they picked the, the tiniest looking 12 year old little girl she looked like she was eight um maybe because i just wanted to reinforce the fact that she was young i mean because i mean i'm not saying i want a 12 year old that looks like she's 18 because then people are gonna like i just know how human beings are especially human males they're gonna look at her and be like oh yeah you should definitely marry her 
no they i know they wanted to reinforce that she was little because she wasn't even developed and a lot of 12 year olds i've seen nowadays at least have some type of female shape because they're i got my period when i was 12 which technically would have made me a woman um but and i'm assuming you know if they're getting ready to send like in, like have her engaged to a male she must have had hers too but she just looks so little and i was like <laughs> Like, how old is she supposed to be, like, walking down the, like, the, what is that called? The I learned that from Bridgington when they, the promenade, like, <laughs> walking next to the king. And she had, she gave back the speech talking about some, you know, I'll be a, a wonderful queen and give you many sons. Like, oh, God. Ugh, wonder how many times she had to practice that. I, I don't know. That scene to me <laughs> was just really like, whew, I like I get it though it would have made a very strong match because clearly homegirl's daddy got money and it seemed to me like I don't know if okay I know I'm jumping all over the place but I'm just trying to give me an overview of what I was feeling instead of going scene by scene but when um what is his name the the the, the black guy I'm gonna try to get names uh next episode I swear but it seems as though he was um put on that seat specifically because he's the wealthiest man in the land and the only reason that he's not able to be king is because the um the targaryens have dragons and they have a lot of them <laughs> is what it looks like so it seems as though like when he was giving damon that speech it just came across to me as like him saying that yes even though i'm still like i'm wealthy I had to fight for this seat at the table because y'all don't want to see this strong ass, strong jawed, smooth black skin, gorgeous looking man out here with all this money sitting at this table. And I had to I had to get myself here because y'all wasn't going to put me here. That's the vibe I was getting. I don't know if that's the way they wanted us to hear it. And maybe I only heard it like that because I am a black woman. But it just seems as though um, like. They, they didn't want him to be here, which is probably why they were questioning him um, every time he had something to say. Um, they were looking at him like that. But, I mean, granted, he was talking to the king crazy. But I just, I'm not, I'm surprised that he went against everything everyone said and didn't, you know, follow the match only because she's, because um, she's 12 okay but the other girl has no ranking at all and it's your daughter's like i'm assuming they grew up together if that's been his second she's probably her maid hand is that what they call it so they grew up together and you've been looking at this little girl like growing up with your daughter this whole time like that's not straight i just to me his uh logic didn't make sense like i'm not saying he saw her as a daughter but it's like you've seen her since she was a, ch a child and now you want to marry her out of nowhere didn't even ask the dad for permission and uh pissed it off everybody because even he asked the the guy who was un un what did he said unbiased opinion and he said you should do the you should marry her i mean granted he's old who knows how long he got left especially with that infection that he had on his back and then it's like spreading everywhere else uh, to his finger and for the record any skin that's black if the outside of the skin is black it's infections start in and go outward 
it's probably necrotic which means his whole finger is gone so he don't if if they don't cut that finger off which i don't think they did back then he's probably don't have much long so i don't know how long this king is gonna be alive for um they showed me the preview for next episode so um if if he dies as soon as i think he's gonna die this shit's about to get real so i'm i'm very excited for this season um just last note don't like damon don't like the king can't stand fucking hightower love the queen that never was her husband he's clearly ambitious and he wants more than he's gonna get and that's just life um but i do like where this is going it looks like he's gonna team up with damon um even though damon was like clearly on like is gonna team up with him he clearly got his brothers back because he was like look bitch i can talk about my brother but you can't basically is what i got at that last conversation so he still loves his brother even though he wants his throne so i guess we'll see where this goes um it's definitely getting interesting so until next time love peace hair grease black girl magic queen of the couch mimi out that was queen mimi with her thoughts on the episode so i'm gonna get to your one of your first points that you brought up last because i'm like oh you don't want to step in this ring (laughs) ma'am You know, I just be holding back in these podcasts, right? Uh, as far as don't make me start. <laughs> I literally just signed up for BBC Select just so I can watch more documentaries. That's how much of a knowledge whore I am. So, um, first thing is, I do suspect there will be several time jumps in this season. So, I agree with you there. I got my period at 10 so i i was blessed as they would say that's what my the when i was going to church when i was forced to when i was a child that's what the, the, i go into church i'm all sad and it's like it's a blessing from god he got plans for you that doesn't make my cramps feel better right now okay i don't know what the fuck's happened i'm 10 i'm 10 and i got a b cup this is not i don't know what plan this was supposed to be but it definitely attracted all pedophiles in the neighborhood so if that was the plan it's a fucked up plan uh (laughs) i think they meant to show yes women were engaged to men at this age but going back to what i stated earlier and i guess we could get into that a little bit earlier a little bit because i i was wondering i was like how and we, I still have to look into it more because I've only looked into half of the research from everything I found. Uh, so not concrete. I mean, just shoving me off my thing. And if anybody want to uh, contribute, definitely blockercouch at gmail.com or leave a comment below. But from what I'm finding, while many marriages in the Middle Ages or prior were, uh, there were a lot of marriages that began at that early age. A lot waited, like a... Uh, I think there was another marriage couple where they they waited till they were at least now i don't know the exact age i'm not saying 14 is it but i feel like it was older but i will get back to you with that next week once i do a lot more research because i i'm just remembering from the very brief few documentaries i watched and they were pretty much saying like oh we're putting out this myth that it was commonplace but it actually wasn't so, yeah, we'll get back to the other thing um but I do think that they made her look so young and him so much older because they do want to point out that even if it was the norm, it's still weird. It's weird, right? 
uh lord corliss is his name the black guy but i'm also gonna start coming up with uh with pet names for people because it's getting so much it's getting so hard to say all these people with s's like renero renaris or corliss uh alisane instead of alisane even though it's spelled alisane uh i think there are racial undertones though on the way in which they are they've presented the character of lord corliss they would be silly um if to not see those particular i mean he is very dismissed uh he's someone who has the most power and he's still asking right and the fact that he is asking and he hasn't even though he was pushed aside and he isn't taking and yes they have dragons but you can still make their life a living hell i don't think that's what he's interested in i think that he's respectful of the realm's decision but he wants to protect his own i'm not gonna allow my shit to be fucked up because you want to be over here fucking up uh you hate damon i think i'm gonna be the only person in his uh thing i don't see he has ambitions for the throne i think he wants to be respected i think he wants and he did uh that was what he had in life right i the only thing to my as the second son favor is that i'm heir to the throne what am i after that he has to define that and i think that's what he's going off with corliss to do now that that is no longer what he has been expecting his whole entire life that's what he's been living into so that one day he could be in the position of taking over as heir as he was told he was that's not to me that's not ambition for the throne that's just you want to be in at the seat of when you're being forbidden power and then everyone doesn't like you and they keep trying to the, they've been encouraging your brother the king to push you aside and get you out of any real power of course of course i'm then going to fight back against that position uh i think the person who's seeking more than anyone the throne is otto but through his descendants you know he can't make that move himself he's displacing the legitimacy with uh his own legitimacy and that makes it different versus uh an heir that is being set aside and continuously having his power diminished and then you know him wanting to be more of a closer asset to his brother and his brother being like no uh i think if he really wanted the throne he that's what would happen there would be that conversation i do laugh every time you say house of dragons because now you got me to say it and i have to correct myself that it's house of the dragon uh <laughs> but i also understand exactly what to say that because it sounds better uh they would amputate back in the day um there's that's that's actually poor more common than actually trying to get rid of the infection <laughs> they they probably would have went for that option first uh, at least on the war on the battlefield can't speak for uh maesters i think they probably would do a lot a little bit more so to the last point that you were making about inbreeding now this is the big big thing that i think europe tried to push as oh this was commonplace everyone did it what you talking about yeah of course they put that story out there because they were the only fucking people doing it and we're american which means that americans are technically cousins to the britain europeans because they were doing that shit but nope 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 it was not commonplace (laughs) actually out of all of the examined skeletons i think it was what three percent that had uh incest so not common not only that christian 
Orthodox Christianity, which was Russian society. Then you have Roman Catholic with Spain, Portugal, and almost everywhere until the 16th century, 15th, when Protestantism kicked in. And that was only picked up because it was a small part of the religion um, uh, in there. So even like back then, like you had to get a certain... Uh, that's what that's actually i think that some of it was used to divorce people oh well you know we were too closely related it was only the goddamn Habsburgs and the gosh damn britons that kept marrying their people to try to get into every to, to secure power that were doing that but a lot weren't they weren't uh most of actually wasn't it was mostly as i stated the the, the side of the country that was still trying to promote that shit everywhere else though it was not inbreeding was not tolerated it was considered a sin by the church it was not looked upon uh people at this point in history understood that you needed more of a gene like they knew that from fucking back in when they was fucking when they were fucking their cousins and their their relatives and their their whatever if you go look at our closest bononos that's what they do if you go look at on them they the cousins fuck their moms the moms fuck their children the dad you see this one it was so terrible where he's dragging his kid because he wanted to fuck them that's that's uh <laughs> that's what nature says to do what you need to do to get them the, that seed to continue on but it was not it was usually it was around cousins through marriage uncles and nieces no that shit was not good because they knew your your offspring would not be great uh it's why czar nicholas from russia why his son his only male son had fucking um hemophilia it's why uh hemophilia is passed all through the the thing no and people wouldn't even marry until into those families because they knew that they had that fucked up genetic factor in there i'm not saying that it didn't happen clearly we have situations scenarios in which it did happen but to say that they did not know is false they did know they very much were aware of the fact that in inbreeding with the too close of a relative was not okay it was shunned upon it wasn't acceptable you didn't grow up thinking it was great because everyone grew up into the church that's just whether you stuck to those beliefs or not people did what was convenient not what was right not what was acceptable um so no they didn't grow up thinking uh yeah no i should totally marry my cousin or my sister or my whatever the case may be no it was always seen as something that was perverse and people who did do it they were not fans of it like it was a huge there's so many articles out there on though it though if you do really just don't want to take my word for it personally and you shouldn't you really shouldn't you should always look for it for um certain things your yourselves but uh definitely at least by the middle ages um if not sooner it was people just didn't fuck each other it just it just like i said uh if you watch the show c like they even had this conversation where it was a close-knit community and they're like no we got to go out and seek other because we know that our blood is too tainted they figured that out pretty quickly because as stated the results of that shit is pretty evident when it comes out of your womb you're not going to have strong offspring you're going to have weak offspring and then what's the point if (laughs) 
that is the point of marrying is to produce these strong offsprings the Habsburg did it really Egyptians did too not I always bring up the Habsburg but the Egyptians did it now they did they were marrying the sisters and brothers and that was the norm right for there but you have to think they were pagan they were not christianized so anywhere that was christianized which was most of the world even oh well because you go back to the romans but even the romans were like no that shit's not cool that's not cool at all they actually uh someone did and there was a huge backlash that's why they would make up stories of nero fucking his sisters and stuff because they knew it was disgusting <laughs> they knew that it was against the the grain it was not something that they was like yeah yeah, yeah. so i just had to address that out there because that is a myth i think that is uh that is spread to to excuse that and it's simply um not the truth yeah i'm even looking at it yeah incest in roman periods was considered an act of evil in greek an act of evil barbarians considered it an act of evil it was only when we needed to make political alliances did some people go well and even then it would not be very rarely would it be a very direct blood like oh we so close it's like second cousin so i had to put that to bed i appreciate the devil's advocate i'm totally fine if people could do whatever the fuck they want if they want to ship them they can ship them but i personally being aware of i'm i can it's just like i was saying earlier like hey we can accept what it was but that doesn't mean i have to sit here and root for it but if you want to root for it i'm not gonna be up in your business telling you otherwise either so that's where i'm gonna leave it off on this podcast if you have any additional feedback to add to that uh, i'd be very interested to hear blackercouch.gmail.com or you can leave a comment below as stated my social media will be there as well remember to like share and subscribe until next time peace hair grease and blacker magic